Good morning, recruiting champions. How are you doing? I hope you're well. Uh, it's a fantastic day to be on planet Earth. And uh, hopefully the summer continues. Whilst it's a little bit blowy outside, there is an inkling of sunshine. And uh, it's a British summer day, right? It's, uh, it's not bad. It's not good. But it's okay. Uh, and that sort of is what comes when we live uh, in a temperate climate like ours. So, uh, but today uh, is a day where I'm going to talk about learning. And the reason I'm, I'm going to talk about learning is that last week I was having a conversation with Simon Lewis uh, from Members Only. And yes, I got a haircut, did it myself this time, and I managed not to totally scalp myself. Uh, it did help the fact I, uh, I bought some decent clippers uh, rather than ones that were probably made for a dog. Uh, so uh, I was talking to Angela, Simon Lewis for Members Only, and we were talking about what's going to be needed between now and the end of the year. And we were talking about uh, people that were on furlough and those that were just kicking back on furlough. Uh, and I personally, I haven't been furloughed. Uh, but I know even just being in work and making a business work has been stressful. But for those on furlough, it's stressful too, right? But part of their brain is like, hey, I'm, I'm getting paid to not be in work and now I'm allowed to move. Why do I need to do anything? Uh, and it, that sort of bothered us, right? Because sort of the realization dawned in the whilst we might enjoy being on furlough uh furlough is halfway to losing your job uh because what it's basically saying is your employers to saying like your job doesn't exist in the way the world works today but we hope it will in the future and one of the things that i think most recruiters on furlough have lost track of and and I know we don't get many furloughed recruiters on here, so I really encourage you to share share this link with those that are furloughed. Because whilst this is directed at uh, everybody today, both those that are in work and those that are furloughed, this is that it's really important for those that are on on furlough. And and I think what what most people on furlough or recruiters on furlough don't don't realise is that when they get back to their desk. Uh, their desk is going to be ice cold. It will like being starting a business from, from scratch, right? It is going to be ice cold. And those furloughed recruiters that aren't learning, that aren't spending time every day or every week learning to be better at being a recruitment consultant, are going to find that very, very, very difficult. Why do I know that? Well, experienced recruiters are already finding it difficult. Right? And then, and that, so, so if you're a newer recruiter and you're furloughed, like it's going to be hard when you get back. And you need to be learning today. Stop chilling out and spend some time every single day learning to be better as a recruitment consultant. 
Because if you don't, the likelihood is you're going to get fired. And let me explain why. Is that whilst the government kindly is covering uh, the costs of you, most recruitment business owners are burning cash still. CRM providers are still wanting to be paid. Job boards are still wanting to be paid. Offices are still wanting to be paid. Uh, your business owners are bleeding cash. And by the time you get back, they will have less cash. And when you start, it's probably going to take you a few weeks to pick up jobs, a few weeks to fill them. The candidates going to have to work four weeks notice and they're going to have to wait probably another four weeks to get paid. So they're looking at three months minimum from the day you join till the time they get cash for you being at your desk. Uh, think about that, right? Okay, so those three months minimum have probably cost them somewhere in the region of seven or eight grand per recruiter. And if you make one placement, that gives them two back. You know, so, so they're only going to be able to finance you for so long. Okay, they're only going to be able to finance you for so long. And so don't sit back when you're furloughed because you need to hit the ground running. Sure, you can't do any business development. Okay, you can't be doing your job now. Uh, but there's nothing stopping you building your personal brand. There's nothing stopping you uh, engaging in the communities that you recruit in. There's nothing stopping you reading up on the technical discipline that you recruit in. And, and so this brings me to the main uh, focus of today. And so now I'm not picking on the furloughed recruiters. I'm just talking to everybody. And it is about learning. And I was speaking to someone last week and they were like, Alex, the problem is uh, you sell training and recruiters hate training, right? But they need it. But most of them think they know everything already. Uh, and so therefore, no one sits down and thinks, I need training. But everybody needs to learn. You know, and learning is a life skill. We are learning every single day. Our brains, whether we like it or not, are picking up the experiences we have and then applying those experiences in the future. Uh, and not necessarily always at a conscious level. Uh, there's things that you've done that ended up causing you pain that your body will stop you uh, doing, uh, your brain will stop you doing today. But learning is absolutely key. And some of you will be familiar with the term, the growth mindset. And that's about our ability to always be looking for how things could have been better. It's about our ability to admit that you may not know everything. After working in the industry for 20 years is uh, what, 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 what amazes me is when a candidate drops out of a process or when a client ghosts you. The first thing we always do is we point at the client or the candidate and it's their problem and it's their fault. Recruiters love blaming someone else. And sure, there's things that we can't always control. But what we've got to do as a recruiter, because we manage a sales process where there's three sides to it and one side we can't control, we always have to be looking for how can we strengthen 
the client side and the candidate side to make sure it doesn't fall apart when those two bits try to join. And so the best recruiters I know are the ones that are willing to admit to themselves, I need to be better in this area. They might not admit it publicly, but they are looking to improve. They are looking for things that they can't do that they need to be able to do in order to grow and in order to achieve their goals. They don't sit there and they don't blame candidates. They don't blame clients. They don't blame the market. What they do is they learn how to make a way to make it work. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to teach you a really simple technique to learn. And I'm going to go through, in my view, some of the things uh, that you need to learn. So uh, Colin's just uh, we got a nice comment from Colin. So Colin spoke to someone at John Lewis the other day, said whilst on furlough, they were informed from head office HR. They weren't allowed to do training as that would breach government furlough. I wonder how many employers have had a similar perception of the technicalities of doing stuff to skill up, but remaining compliant. Uh, with the furlough scheme. Uh, the reality is that, Colin, it is explicit in the furlough schemes that you are allowed to train. Equally, like employers are allowed to get people to do training. And but but <laughs> learning is your responsibility. Training is not your employer's responsibility. What's been really interesting since we've started charging 30 pounds a year for the, the, start, the daily stand-up is that we've had two sign-ups and those are individuals paying for themselves. Learning is different from training. Training might be something that your boss gets you to do. They send you on it. Learning is your responsibility. How you develop your skills is your responsibility. Uh, We've got coaches in the gym that have never done anything online until three months ago. And now they're online. Alan's launched his own online course. He's developed his videos. He's selling it. Angela's uh, running an online recruitment training business. They're learning, right? They're learning because they see the skills that they need in order to succeed going forward. So the first, the first thing that, that recruiters need to learn. Here's my sort of top seven or eight things. The first thing is, is that recruiters need to learn to do things that will help them in the long term every single day. Recruiters are one of the most short term thinking groups of people I know. Uh, and that's because all they're looking for is the next job and the next placement. Their time horizon, uh, their time horizon is about four weeks. You can't you can't grow just thinking about four weeks. The problem is when you think four weeks ahead, you're always in crisis uh, management mode. We need to be thinking about the things that we do every single day. And so that brings me uh, that brings me. Uh, uh, oh, there's Steve. Steve is one of the sign ups. Well done, Steve. Woo! <laughs> uh, Steve was one of those sign ups. Well done. Uh, uh, so. So let's, let's go through some of the things you need to learn. The first one is that every recruiter needs to learn what marketing is. And, and the essence of marketing 
is about top of mind awareness. At the moment of need, do people think of you? I bet if you looked at all the people that you'd worked with in the last year, all the candidates you'd worked with in the last year, if those individuals looked for another job, who would they contact first? Would they go to the job board first or would they go to you first? My money would be on that they would go to the job board first. Why? Well, the job board has top of mind awareness when they want a job for the skills that you recruit in your area. Your job as a recruiter is to market in a way that when someone looks for a job, they contact you. When someone needs to recruit, they contact you. It is marketing. Okay, it's about front of mind marketing. When you're trying to recruit someone to go forward for a job you've got today, that is sales. And so when you are approaching people that have never heard from you, that is hard, cold sales. When you nurture your candidate database, you know, when someone from your agencies uh, contacts them, they know who your company is. I heard of a business owner the other day. They didn't believe in marketing. Poof. But the reality is, when I speak to Christina Robinson, Christy Perot, uh, and quite a lot of other marketing consultants, they've been really busy. Uh, and the reason they've been busy is that businesses are finally starting to wake up to the fact that marketing is about maintaining that contact on an ongoing basis. At a consultant level, you need to learn how to write. When was the last time you read a blog or you read an email or you watched a video on how to write better marketing copy? There is hundreds of articles about how to write a great job advert. There's hundreds of examples of how to write a great job advert. Like learn to write. Uh, I'm dyslexic and I've tried to improve how I write uh, because my livelihood depends upon it next but learn about contact cadence learn about how you keep in touch with someone on an ongoing basis at scale uh, go back to the stand-up where we spoke to guy rubin from ebster and he was talking about the contact cadence how do you keep in touch with people on a regular basis at scale you need to be able to do that uh, technology will support you in doing that. Uh, back in the day, it was all about 125 contacts a week. Why? Well, if you spoke to 500 people a month, you had a pretty good chance of enough people knowing you and contacting you. How many people have you contacted this month? And when I say contacted, not what you've done, but have you interacted with on a monthly basis? Just run that search in your CRM. Don't make it about your manager's activity metric. Ask yourself the question, do I know enough people that they enough people will contact me to look for jobs and to look for candidates? Because if the answer is no, you need to improve how you market. You need to improve how you reach out to people and add value to people at scale. You need to learn to engage in social media. Uh, I, I watch some recruiters. And they're super, super active with other recruiters. What about, but all they do is post jobs to their, their, their network. 
I don't share anything in the learning and development community uh, or the business owners community or the entrepreneurs community. Why? Well, that's not my market. You know, engage in social media, learn how to write a post, be prepared to fail. Probably one out of six posts I write actually flies. Doesn't make me feel very good, but I know it's one in six. I'm trying to get better. How are you engaging with your how are you engaging with your community? The next but one thing is you've got to think about volume. Learn how to fit volume into your business. Because volume is absolutely key in order for you making the numbers work for you. Nine out of 10 recruiters just don't put enough stuff in the machine. Sure, we can work on effectiveness. And once you're doing a lot, we can work on effectiveness. Like in the recruiting gym, we've got a thousand new uh, signups in the last three months, and we've probably converted three or four. Not very good, right? <laughs> We're working on effectiveness. But but volume is, is absolutely uh, key. You know, focus on what you're putting in every day. And learning is a very simple thing. It's about taking an idea, then having a conversation with someone about how you can apply that idea to a situation and then going to try something. We call it ice learning in the gym. The idea, the conversation and the execution. So as I bring today to a close, what I would like you to think and what I'd like you to do is find someone that hasn't watched this today. Get them to watch this video and then have a conversation with them on the phone or on a video call and say, what can we take away from that? How can we apply that to our business? How can we apply that to our individual business today? What, what, what sort of things should we be learning? And then go and try something new. Go and try and find something to learn. You know, even if it's just writing a list of the things you need to be better at and having that front and center every day. So that's me starting the week off for you. Please share this with everyone you know on furlough, because if you're on furlough, you can take ownership of your own learning. Your boss can't tell you to train, depending upon what terms you read, but you are responsible for your learning. When you get back and you've got six weeks to make a placement, you are responsible for whether you actually make any money or not, because you can choose how skilled and knowledgeable you are when your feet hit the ground. So have a good day, everybody, and have a great week, and I will see you soon. Take care now. Bye.